the theme of our devotions during these 21 days is the word that we find in scripture where God repeatedly says in different contexts, I have loved you. What we're going to discover is that God loves us now because of the ways in which he has loved us. We don't have to prove God's love. He has already proved that in all the ways that he has loved us in what he has already done for us in the past. So we begin with some basic scriptures that verify this point. Jesus actually said to the disciples that as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. And during these first days of our 21 days of prayer and fasting, we will be touching on some of the basic foundational truths of the gospel. Now, of course, our relationship with Jesus now is based upon these foundational truths. And we can never think that we have progressed spiritually enough to get away from those truths. And we are going to see 21 different ways in which God has already expressed his love for us. Now, we're doing this not to be self-indulgent uh, so that we have good feelings about the way that we are loved. We're doing this first and foremost for the glory of God himself, but then also for the welfare of all the others who will be blessed, all those who will be influenced by what God does within us during this next three weeks. You see, the more that we live in the revelation of how God has loved us, the greater will be our love for God, the greater will be our love for one another within the body of Christ, and the greater will be our love and compassion for those who are at present are outside the kingdom of God and who need to hear the gospel and to respond to the Lord so that they too become inheritors of the kingdom of God. So, we need to, first of all, give thanks to God for all the ways in which he has loved us. We, he has loved us in sending us his son. This is amazing when you think that the creator of the entire universe became a baby. And of course, we have just celebrated that event during this Christmas time. But of course, we always need to be thankful not only for the birth of Jesus, but for the life of Jesus, that although he was as weak as we are and tempted in every way just as we are, yet he lived without sin. During those 33 years or so that he was on earth, he lived in the sinless perfection that we would all aspire to live in ourselves, but know, sadly, that we failed to accomplish. Jesus showed that love in the way that he had compassion on the mass of people, the way he reached out to them in love, he taught them the truth, he healed them of their diseases, he set captives free from demonic powers, and of, of course he even raised people from the dead such as Lazarus. 
in all these ways, he was showing what is possible in humanity, that Jesus living as a perfect human being was able to live in perfect unity with the Father, and so all these things became commonplace in his life and ministry. Sadly, that is not the case uh, in the same way or to the same extent with us. And that's because in the life of Jesus, he had the anointing of the Holy Spirit, but there was nothing in his life that was counterproductive or worked against that anointing. Everything in his life was devoted to love for the Father. This is why he had perfect unity with the Father, and he could say, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. The Father and I are one. So because of that perfection in which Jesus lived, the full power of the anointing of God the Holy Spirit could produce the wonderful results that we see in the life and ministry of Jesus. Now, because we are the children of God and have received this gift of the Holy Spirit, we have actually received exactly the same anointing that Jesus received. The problem for us is that there are things in our lives that are counterproductive to that anointing, things that actually work and fight against that anointing. And what God does in times of revival is to deal with the hearts of his children. He cleanses and purifies the heart and takes out of people's lives those things that are counterproductive to that anointing so that the ways in which God has loved us can become more explicitly revealed in the people that we are and the things we do and say, in the impact and influence that we can therefore have upon other people. So during these three weeks, there's going to be a lot of refining of our hearts, a lot of purifying of God taking out of our lives those things that are counterproductive to his will and purpose for us. But at the same time, he will be impressing the truth of his word into our lives because faith comes from hearing his word. And so we will grow in our trust in the Lord and our ability to believe him to do much greater things in our lives and through our lives, both personally and corporately, within the body of Christ. So this is going to be a very encouraging next three weeks. There will be points of challenge uh, as God confronts us with things that we, we need to have confronted, really, so that God can set us free from them. But at the same time, we can rejoice that God has, in his wonderful love, mercy, and grace, called us and chosen us to be his children, who he is going to use in a great and mighty way. So today, give thanks Give thanks to God for all the ways in which he has loved you, all the ways in which he has blessed you, and know that his purpose is to lead you on into much greater blessing in the future. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.